0: as I've learned that time is not how we experience it on other dimensions as we experience it here. It is, and so we're really multidimensional beings living multidimensional lives, but our consciousness and our awareness is here in this dimension at this particular time, having this conversation with you.
1: entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengenna.
2: Welcome to another episode of Do It With Dan. Um, this actually isn't even an episode of Do Welcome to a magical portal, which includes Dan, with whom you shall be doing some of the things. But a portion of the magical things will be delivered by another magical angelic do delicious yummy divine human who I've
0: how many years have I known you know five four oh five 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 years I think we're coming on yeah
2: yeah (laughs) thank you Dr. Joe Dispenza for bringing me another magical human yes so we connected we've been back and forth on the digital thing and then there's been this evolution that's been going on and I've had the the pleasure to be able to witness over these years and not too long ago, we had a catch-up call And I was like, Fudgealicious The world needs to know And here we are <laughs> Letting you world know The Fudgealicious deliciousness That is you So we're going to do that So it's a sort of do it with Dan But do it With Dan, really The Dan doing this is observing The doing this of another <laughs> Delicious dude Anyway, I'm going to stop Why don't you introduce yourself <laughs>
0: I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Who are you? What Um, do you do? (laughs) Thank you. Um, My name is Stephanie Dillion Artis um, and I am a shamanic healer and a spiritual awakening coach and, um, just honored to be here with you today and to share some of my story and my offerings and service to humanity um i think that it's highly important that people just grow in an awareness and understanding of the different modalities that are available out there for personal transformation and those that are seeking uh, spiritual awakening uh mm-hmm. so just honored to, to, to be of service in this way and to share with your listeners, uh, about, you know, what it is that I offer and inspire anyone that perhaps is seeking a path that is not a traditional, um, way or modality of healing that is offered, uh, in, in, in the West. So
2: awesome. We're going to get into it. Do, 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 do. do you think I should get a sound effect thing or should I keep doing it myself? Because a part of me is like, I should do it myself. I don't
0: know. It sounds good. To I mean, I'm to do dun, dun, <laughs> dun, dun.
2: <laughs> We're going to be laughing a lot. We're going to be crying. We're going to be doing no. the thing. Um, where I would love to start is to bring a definition to this concept of healing. Hmm. Lots of people call themselves healers. Now, I am an advocate of bullshit testing, folks. I have the benefit of knowing you personally and knowing that there doesn't need to be any bullshit testing because you've, you've tested the bullshit of life and I've got to see some of that journey. But for those who may be jaded at the plethora of bullshitters out there that are talking about this kind of thing, how would you define this whole thing that we call healing? Like, what is a healing journey?
0: Sure. So, I mean, I think healing implies that there's a wound and Mm -hmm. in life you know we go through life um, and many of us have experienced traumas abuse pains Um, often these lower vibrational emotions um, can affect us and get stuck and stored in our bodies Mm -hmm. uh, and and they create uh, chemicals in our in our bodies that then send off different thoughts that continue to repeat this cycle and often Mm -hmm. uh, many of us have gotten stuck uh, in this cycle of thinking and doing and, and being um, that is associated with a trauma or a pain or uh, perhaps somewhere where someone had wronged us or hurt us and so the journey of healing is to dissolve that is to learn to let go and to and to free ourselves energetically in our bodies and our mind and um, our spirits to be open to to All of that exists beyond what we've known, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I I do believe that healing is not necessarily a linear process. Sometimes I think people think that it's a one and done. I'm going to go to a workshop, or I'm going to have you know Mm -hmm. one session. And these things do exist. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen them happen. I think for the majority of people, it's more of a journey. It's an it's a it's a it's a, it's an educational variety where people, um, you know, try different modalities or find something that does resonate with them, and there is a level of awareness that is birthed through the process of whatever modality that you know they're using, whether it be meditation, plant medicine, uh, energy healing, psychotherapy, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, one becomes more aware of how these energies, these emotions, these traumas are keeping them stuck in a place that is tied to, you know, something in the past. They cannot move into freedom and into, into liberation, into a new experience in life when these uh, when these traumas, when these emotions, when these things are defining who they are. So in essence, um, it is, again, a a, a an awareness of the pains of the mm-hmm. traumas of the stories of the past to become aware and then to begin to release those on mm-hmm. all levels, mind, body, and spirit. To me, that mm-hmm. is healing.
2: Well, obviously we're on the same page about the multidimensional nature of healing mm-hmm. OBVS. obvs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something that you said that struck me a little bit. And it was, it was almost as if, and I want to be corrected here. I want to be clear. The wounds aren't wrong. We make the wounds wrong from the stories that we put into the wound. And that's where the suffering is. I'm paraphrasing obviously, but is that, am I on the right track there with what you're with the way that you're approaching this?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, in my own journey, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I went through a tremendous amount of, you know, self-imposed, created or not, um, just torturous years of, of trauma and abuse, and and a lot of it was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a compounding of trying to cope with certain emotions or certain things through. Uh, not so healthy habits, drug addiction, um, you know, modalities of j- abusive relationships, uh, mm-hmm. then in turn would just continue to pile on and then just exacerbate the core issue. Um, mm-hmm. So as as I grew in my journey, there was still this story, or or and and I would use it as a. I would say there, there was a comfort in, in, in being a victim. And for most people at like looking inward, uh, they would probably support that victim story. Um, I would say though, as I began my spiritual journey, when I started meditating uh, in 2016, I started having really bizarre transcendental experiences through breath work and, and meditation. And it was very confusing for me, but I, I, my spirit just trusted and knew that, that this was a, a major key to, uh, to awakening, to healing, to dissolving. And it wasn't, it was a treacherous road in the beginning. Um, and, uh, and then, I also felt this calling for years, which I couldn't explain. And sometimes it's really challenging to articulate or find the proper words to like, describe this calling. It literally felt like, like spirits pulling me hmm. and planting this, this, this message of you have to go to the jungle. You need to go to Peru. You have to go to Peru. I, I was drawn to work with, uh, shamans and I, and in Peru and, and sit with ayahuasca, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't know anybody who had done this. So Mm -hmm. I, and in fear based on my history with addiction, I didn't know what to expect. So I just asked the universe to bring me an opportunity when it was divine timing and, you know, and when it did, I just knew that it was time to go. So that was a year Mm -hmm. after I had been meditating and, um, So I flew out uh, to the jungle to in in Peru by myself. I had no idea who was serving that. I mean, it was just, I, I knew in my spirit that it was time to go. Mm -hmm. and uh, So I I go out to the jungle and um, I'm with a group of maybe six, seven other people. uh, And first couple of ceremonies, I didn't really receive much. Um, I mm-hmm. felt like there was a lot of blockage. Mm-hmm. And in my third ceremony, I thought, my God, I flew all the way out here. Like this mm-hmm. was my, the ceremony. I'm not going back to Houston without some, kind of, you know, like it, this needs to happen. So I sat with myself, I meditated, I did a lot of breath work and I wrote my intention over and over and over again. Um, and I went into ceremony and the medicine um, started entering my body and I was, I was a bit afraid and I was seeing a lot of darkness. And, um, and at one point the medicine, there was a voice that spoke within me. And I believe that all of these sacred medicines in the shamanic path, you know, there's a spirit to them. There's a, there's a, the spirit. And so it told me to open my eyes and to look at my hands. And I opened my eyes and I looked at my hands and there were eyes in my hands. And all of a sudden my, there was this frequency that moved through my body. My body started to vibrate and my hands started moving in these patterns, these familiar patterns, mm-hmm. but I wasn't doing anything. It was just moving through me. And mm-hmm. I was, these golden orbs of energy that were being emitted from the eye.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So all of these downloads and memories Mm -hmm. started to come through about, which I didn't understand at the time. Again, this took some time for me to be able to process as I continued on my, on my path on, on the shamanic path.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: But that was the awakening Uh, at towards the end of that ceremony. I was almost in a state of paralysis, overcome, by the most beautiful frequency of love. I felt this, uh, like I was being embraced by, by the earth, by the universe, by the divine, by all of life. And I just wept. I mean, and as I, as I share this, I can feel emotion rising because it was, it was such a profound moment in my journey where I I knew that I knew this frequency. I knew that I had connected with this energy before, but not in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this reunion and this reawakening and also this multidimensional uh, remembering of who I am, who we all are, that we are all fractals of the divine, that we are mm-hmm. all um, pieces of what people term God, which I believe mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And We're never separate from it, and so it was the first time where I was merged in this lifetime with that frequency and that catapulted me into expansion, and I knew uh, that at some point that I would be carrying this message to others, carrying this frequency that this is my purpose as, as a, Stephanie Dillian artist is not the healer. I mean, it's mm-hmm. open myself up as a channel for the mm-hmm. free divine love, which heals all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This has been an incredible journey. And that was so just, just,
2: <laughs> just, just, you know, ordinary stuff, just channel for the divine healing, all. you know, <laughs> as you do on a, Monday afternoon.
1: Right.
2: What I love, one thing that I love about that, and thank you so much for sharing this part of your journey. We're going to dig into more of the journey, but you went in, you had the intention, you weren't really sure, there was some fear, there was some confusion. Hey, how's this going to impact with challenges I've had in the past around abuse and so on and so forth? And you didn't give up. Some people could have, after once or twice, maybe said, Oh, okay, great, you know, I'm heading back to Houston now, but you're like, No. Like, um, and it's almost like that non happening was the first initiation before, like a pre initial, like pre initiation before the initiation of the medicine itself. And I don't know if anyone's ever said thumbs up twice to you S Dizzle for that, but I certainly have two thumbs coming out of my heart for you for that one, because that choice has made you available to be that vessel now for the people that you are serving and for the people you will serve. So thank just you. you know honoring you, seeing you and whatnot. Thank you. you know. Thank you. So peace up H Town Down. Or is that A Town? I don't um, know.
0: No, I'm in H Town. I'm like right the- <laughs> here, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I've been to Houston before. I came once. I came to do uh record a podcast. Kyrie, if you're listening, what up? And if you're not screw you for not listening um it's a very interesting town there's like i can't really explain it it was like a an interestingness about it it's it's very it feels quiet but noisy at the same time um is that where you were born and raised the older h-town
0: yeah, born born and raised here, and it's so interesting because I, I, you know, there's a lot of people from Texas that are super proud of being Texan, and I just never really felt like connection to Texas. But I can tell you, when COVID happened, I'm like, I am so freaking proud I'm living in Texas. Okay,
2: <laughs> thank you, Texas, yeah. one star state.
0: Yes. But yeah, Houston is, it's, it's an interesting city when, when, you know, when my friends and some of our, you know, soul family from, you know, Joe's community come visit. I'm like, there's not, it's not an aesthetically pleasing city. There's not a lot of, you know, beautiful things to s- take people to see, but it is so rich in, in diversity and culture mm-hmm. and, and good food and, and good food, incredible food, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you well, guys
2: throw it down. You guys throw it down that
1: yeah
2: the reason why i wanted to kind of move into that diversity because your cultural heritage is a mix of two cultures that i've never heard of being mixed before really do you want to dive into that a little bit and kind sure. of speak to it
0: yeah definitely so mm-hmm. uh, my mother was born and raised in mexico uh, in a mm-hmm. small town close to guadalajara i know you're not living in mexico which is cool yeah. uh, I am hoping actually not hoping I am working on getting my dual citizenship. I would love to have some land out there and nice. to create a, a center, a healing space. And also, I mean, Mexico, my Mexican, Come on. I'm so in love. I'm I mean, Mexican's are beautiful. We love to celebrate life
1: mm-hmm.
0: love to have a good time. I mean, that mm-hmm. kind of, is just full of joy and love mm-hmm. and appreciation. And so it's mm-hmm. uh, my father is Italian. Um, and yeah, it was a really interesting, beautiful love story between my parents. My mom um, moved to the States when she was, I think, about 19 or 20. And, um, and she had a dear friend that let her know of a job um, in an office building. Uh, and my father worked at, in the office building. So he would come to have lunch and he would catch eyes with my mom um, in, uh, in the restaurant area where she was working. And they fell in love. And neither of them knew how to speak. So my mom didn't speak English. My dad didn't speak Spanish. So she had a friend that helped translate. I know. And so they've been married for, I guess it's like coming up on 39 years. I mean, almost 40 years. And now they both, of course, speak each other's languages. And mm-hmm. um, um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's to me, I'm just so grateful to have that. Um, uh like you said, just the, the, the culture of, of being Mexican. I'm I'm not as much connected to my Italian heritage, although my brother really is. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my, my father's family is here in Houston. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But it's, you know, I just, we certainly have um, spicy personalities. And we're yeah. Past- You've
2: got a couple of spices. I'm headed to Italy this summer. I'm, I'm in luck. So I've got like, I don't even know how many, how deep it goes, but I've got like a a really weird, energetic relationship with certain pockets of Tuscany that I don't have with other parts of Italy. As in, I drove down, I drove on a trip. I went there pre COVID. I drove from, um, I wasn't driving, my friend was driving, but I was in the car. We drove from Florence down to Rome and I literally felt my energy shift moving through different pockets. Like I could feel it in my body. And it's like, it's like, Oh, can I go back to Florence now? So like, yes. in metropolitan Florence and the, the villages are close. As long mm-hmm. as I can see when I've been in parts of Tuscany that I can't see, Florence, like the energy is completely different. Still mm. might be nice, but it's very different. So, yeah. So I feel you're on the old Italiano bit. Um, the reason why I wanted to use that little cheeky segue is because when it comes to the shamanic path, and you've, you've shared some stories about some of your adventures in, in, in different parts of the world, there is a very rich culture of medicinal medicinal heritage Mm. that comes from your matriarchal line. Have you ever investigated that to see if there was anything to that or whether there was anything in your your lineage that was specifically involved in this kind of work?
0: You know, I, I have attempted and it's... I will say that there's a lot of, uh, how should I say this? I I don't know necessarily if it's, there's just a lot of hidden information. There's a lot Mm of that on, on my mother's side of the family. We don't know about stories were not shared information. Mm -hmm. was Perhaps there was shame. I mean, for God's sake, you know, doing what I do today would be something that would be heresy and you get, you know, burned at the stake or, you know, buried. Mm -hmm. alive. So I, could be, I've asked, but none of that information has come through, but I got to bet that there was somebody, you know, in my lineage that had, um, that was a curandera that had, you know, healing abilities that was, you know, connected to the shamanic way of life. I mean, this, Mm -hmm. um, on my journey in, in doing this work as I've opened up, um, and as, as I've learned that, time is not how we experience it on other dimensions as we experience it here. It is. And so we're really multidimensional beings living multidimensional lives, but our consciousness and our awareness is here in this dimension at this particular time, having this conversation with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in other dimensions, I'm also doing other work simultaneously mm-hmm. and so there have been moments in meditation not, and not even necessarily the use of entheogens to be able to tap into this information where I have been able to rift into memories or awareness of doing the same line of work. It just looks a little different. I'm in a different time and space. And so for me, this is, um, this is a reawakening to me. This none of, none of this is new. All of it is remembering. This whole journey has been about remembering and trusting that, not trying to convince people because they're, I mean, I'm not here to serve everyone. I'm not here to touch, you know, everyone, you know, on this planet, but there are those that are called and this transmission of what I'm sharing will touch them. And that's, you know, that's it. I'm not, you know, if there's one person, which that I, that I can reach through through sharing this that resonates, then, you know, what a gift. gift.
2: And I think this, I'm sure the listeners are hearing this too. At no point has this been, let me put this a different way. So when people ask me about my, my journey or whatever, and I'm like, dude, I didn't have some emptiness that I was trying to feel when I came to this work. I was like, Oh my God, I was here and I needed to find my purpose. I was living my best life. (laughs) right i was living my best life and so there wasn't a a completing that i was trying to bring forth by serving mm-hmm. and every every time i've spoken with you and i'm even feeling it here now it's not oh yes you know this is my purpose and this is what i'm here to do and i'm there's not this externalized trying to fill a gap it's just there's this very gentle beingness of but this is just the way things can be And my calling is to contribute to that natural flow of the way that things can be. And along the way, there may be a person here, a person there that I end up being, you know, the avenue of the divine touching their lives, but I'm not chasing that. And I think it really kind of speaks to, it kind of speaks to the energy that you carry Mm -hmm. in the work that you're doing. And I feel probably contributes maybe even to, impact that you do get to have when there is this divine alignment with you and someone who is seeking some support on them, moving into dropping this illusion of wound and stepping into healing. I don't know how you feel about that or if that lands anyway.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. That, that is, it's, it, it, it does resonate. And I, I receive that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get caught up in the definition or the labels of what mm-hmm. it is. It's, it's just part of who i am but who i am is love which is the same as you and every other person mm-hmm. that we want, you know doesn't matter where we see them at the grocery store on the street driving at mm-hmm. work like there is no better than or less than and so that's my message so how mm-hmm. can i serve how can i you know be that that light to help reignite that spark within somebody else and whatever it is that i'm doing i will mm-hmm. t- i that, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure in our society to have these roles, to have these definitions that give us a sense of, I mean, a lot of us, a sense of who we are, but the title Mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's, eh, I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, not, it's scary, like cool, you know. Uh, but it's not the essence, the totality of that. Mm. Beautiful, like you know, it's I, not the
2: real rule. It's not the real yeah. Role.
0: um Yeah. And so there is. So thank you for reflecting that because I, you know, it is so important for me to, 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 to be one when I'm guiding people in their journeys, like. They're, that there, I'm, I'm not anyone higher up above. There is no hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I simply open my heart and connect to that soul and help energetically and through awareness to open their heart, to be able to expand and experience divinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, for years I was so caught up and especially because of, you know, the, the path that I had chosen. I mean, I lived a really rough life for a long, for many years and mm-hmm. I did that I was ever going to get. I really didn't. I mean, my family, I mean, most people just were kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, that's a highway to hell and you know, Mm -hmm. that's going real fast and it's going to crash. And Mm -hmm. I, um, the, the divine had a plan for me and I and it was through meditation and through working with these sacred medicines mm-hmm. that I was able to remember and and it was like all the constructs because I literally thought I got to go back to school I got to go get a degree I got to fit into what society deems as a successful, you know, member of, of, of the human race of society. Mm-hmm but I, 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 there was never anything that felt like it fit. I constantly felt like I was trying to adjust who I am to fit in a society so that other people could love me or accept me. Mm -hmm. And in the journey of doing my own healing where, I mean, at a meditation workshop, it was all the downloads came through. Mm -hmm. Ancient symbols, you know, were showing up with my eyes open Mm -hmm. and I, all the, it was like, the the frequency that was being downloaded the information was everything that the plants showed you all these visions of these other incarnations and you doing this work when not a hallucination it's real like this is what mm-hmm. you can you're can't you are you have i am here to help people awaken to the divinity of who who they are who we all are mm. whatever that looks like i'm i'm okay with you know yeah.
2: it's gonna be what it's gonna be in this hole uh, yeah did you hear that houston <laughs> you heard that did you hear that houston-esque colloquialism I did it did I, did I use it properly
1: <laughs> Make <Mic> drop <laughs> what
2: um for a long time i i was probably one of those people that i don't want to say judged but i would say had a challenging relationship to the idea of the idea of certain medicines based on what i'd seen in terms of how number one, it had shown up in my experience of people's use of it. Number one,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: number two, being real, like I didn't really see people doing much with their life really, you know? And I had a lot of healing within myself that I got the opportunity to do around that judgment. And do you know Mira, Mira Kelly? Have you ever met Mira?
0: I, I, you know, I know friends that know her, but we haven't actually Mm -hmm. met.
2: That- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm been. I've built a half decent relationship with Mira over the last few years. We've hung out in San, Santa Monica and stuff, and whatever. Whenever I go down, we we catch up for lunch and speak. And, and she, anyway, for those who don't know, there's a woman, Mira Kelly, wrote a book Beyond Past Lives, sold twenty something million copies. She's a rock star, awesome human. But there's one line in her book Beyond Past Lives. I bastardize the repeating of over and over and over again, but I never lose the essence, he says, but I do bastardize it. So nobody fact check me on the exact wording, but definitely stay with me on the meaning. And it goes something to the effect of don't be upset with people. If they don't pick up the spiritual path on this lifetime, they could have mastered that a thousand times and have now come to experience something else. And when I read that line, it slapped me in the face and kicked me in the nuts because... I had been and even in my work, some pockets of my work, like almost trying to like shove abundance down people's throats, like, come on, you could be abundant. It's time to do it. (laughs) Like, Let's go. (laughs) What do you mean? No, we're going to be abundant. And it's like it's not my it's not my 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 job to do that. And so the healing of I'm going to use the word judgment, although I don't feel it was that harsh in my experience around people who weren't doing something that I would class and deem as being productive kind of fell away and with it it gave me space to maybe take a look at the role that medicine might have not in making things look the way that I had dictated in my grand scheme of things that they have to look like but in maybe having a role to play in people's lives as individuals that's got nothing to do with me and I don't fucking get the have the right to say what it's supposed to look like and on the other side of that I actually had the opportunity to get synchronous synchronistic line lining up to as i've shared with you have experience with a couple of different medicines myself um i don't necessarily feel like i know i've got friends that do ayahuasca like every every month it's like oh we're going to do this month's ayahuasca ceremony or whatever um time for the mushrooms like I've, I've, <laughs> i'm not that guy like yeah. for me it was cambo and bufo and Cambo's not pleasant. <laughs> like it's not, it's not something you're gonna want to go and do every week. It's a warrior. But I will have, I will avoid that as well. I mean, I did three <laughs> in a 21 day period, and I have, I have my my warrior marks yeah. from it, and and it it did what I had intended it to go in and do, and it, it opened up space for me to be open to it. What would you say to someone who maybe was where I was before, who wasn't, for whatever reason, open to allowing the possibility of a message of invitation to come to them to work with sacred medicines?
0: So. First off, I am not one to promote these things in a way that
2: people... And this is another reason why Daniel loves
0: Stephanie. <laughs> I I love you too, Dan. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. This is not for everyone. I click, simply... Click my experience and the transformation that's happened for me and and i know the power of these sacred medicines specifically because i work with both combo and Mm -hmm. Um, they have incredible powers with the proper intention and being open so Mm -hmm. there's you know i mean sure hundreds of facilitators thousands in this world you know that Mm -hmm medicines and i'm sure some people would you know want to promote and say you know you come do this or mm-hmm. you should and granted understanding and knowing i mean that the the active molecule in bufo is nicknamed the god molecule mm-hmm. i mean it's a extremely profound
2: uh yeah effect. i'm scared to do it again it was it,
0: of course once you yeah. do then you're yeah. like oh, shit. like i i know it's available i mean and it's yeah. beautiful but it's also yeah. terrifying because it is a dissolving a dismantling mm-hmm who you think you are, mm-hmm. it is a death, you know, and, and, and merging with when we can learn to surrender into the totality of all that is. And I believe it's just a taste, right? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure that when we cross over and when mm-hmm. we, our spirits really are leaving this physical form and, and going into another space and transforming into whatever we shall, mm-hmm. uh, that probably 100 million times more profound but to me these these medicines are they're divine teachers of mm-hmm. us to remember mm. that that is merely an illusion we are mm-hmm. so conditioned to be so terrified of i mean how how much are people's decisions based on oh no i'm afraid i could die doing that i mean and it's not even conscious it is so built into the subconscious that it's just running people's lives and so through mm-hmm. doing work. And especially, I mean, in the beginning it was, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's videos and you can see people having just crazy wild experience. They're flailing all over the place screaming. Yeah. Been there. And I Mm -hmm. guide some people do experience that way, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but again, it's, it's not, I don't think that these, that these tools are for everyone Mm. who I think they're for, are those who have you know, tried the traditional Western methods who have sat with themselves, who have, they're at the end of the block.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: saying, look, I've done everything. I don't know what else to do. And that mm-hmm. was my experience. And it doesn't have to be that way for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't work with people specifically that, you know, are struggling from drug addictions and, you know, abuse. Mm-hmm. Of course, those are my, my favorite because it's, I've been there and yeah, I've, of course, um, and So there's just this really beautiful connection in that soul process when I'm guiding them mm-hmm. uh, to, to really like, I mean, it's just, it's such a gift to see the light come on behind these mm-hmm. people. Their lives are transformed. They're changed forever. They mm-hmm. cannot go back to life the same way. I mean, mm-hmm. their, cells, their cells have been reorganized, There's latent information in their DNA that has come to the surface. They are remembering their power, their true potential. And that is the greatest gift. And again, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's for those that are called. And so for me, it is important to have a consultation. I connect with my clients before they come and sit with me, uh, mm-hmm. to have a face-to-face, to have a conversation. Hey, what's your intention? Like what's drawing you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's not a vibrational match, like if you're looking for a, you know, a hallucinogenic, you know, fun party experience. I heard
2: This is really fun. And I'm, I'd like you to guide me.
0: I can't imagine, like you know, these mm-hmm. medicines as a. Uh, no,
2: but, but I mean I mean for example I mean probably not with Cambo and if that's what you're looking for with Cambo then, <laughs> then sit back down yeah. that one oh God really that one warrior medicine it is but mm-hmm. certainly the, the the profundity of the the dissolving I mean people have asked me to describe the Bufa experience and like, words don't do it.
0: Yeah, you can't.
2: Doesn't do it. And I came back out and apparently all I could say for about an hour is, oh my God, oh yeah. my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. And that you can't use words to explain and, and I can see why people do end up wanting to do that all the time. I know one, one friend of mine, her and her boyfriend had a toad and they were literally harvesting from the toad and getting on it on a regular basis. And I can see why. But there is... <laughs> how to phrase this, there's, um, there's an opportunity for you to really have this really authentic integrity driven healing journey. If you're prepared to let go of these functions of what's the word I'm looking for? like if you take this shit seriously it will take you seriously like if you meet it like i'm all in and we're going to do this thing legitly absolutely Then it's available to literally completely change your perspective on not even who you think you are or what you think you are and why you think you are but even your concept of what those words even mean um anyway that's my thing on that just words don't do it
0: it doesn't i mean it's ineffable it's like when people like Describe the divine creator of all that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't put words to it. And I'm not saying. I mean, Bufo is a catalyst to help connect people. Like mm-hmm. literally, you to that frequency. Yeah. If you're open, and again, mm-hmm. this is this is sacred. It is a prayer. Mm-hmm. I create a sacred space. I I mean, it is all intention and prayer, and I I I, the, I ask the toad, and the toad guides me as i mm-hmm. work with my clients to mm-hmm. know. There's energy that needs to be moved in this direction. Use this frequency, this sound, use this, you know, shamanic tool, Mm -hmm. space, like chat, whatever. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it it is an intuitive, it is not a rational, logical process. It is because it can't be as soon as the mind comes in, you've disconnected from the spirit. I mean, the, I mean, these, these empty Mm -hmm. Entheos comes from the Greek word meaning God within. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So
0: it's like we're you know some people go to church or whatnot, and to me this is like the spirit temple. Exactly, of the divine is is moving through me, and so all of my energy and my attention is focused, and with that soul that I'm guiding in that journey of death. Mm Mm. And with that intention, with their willingness, um, and with their openness, um, I mean, like you said, miracles, beautiful results occur from having that open mind and open heart and that conviction. Mm. Uh, but if it's just a kind of a nonchalant, like, ah, you know, we're just doing this, then, then that's the result. What we put in is what we get out again, these Mm -hmm. universe, it's just, you know, Mm. so
2: Mm. there's something also about um, I mean like the results can be I think for a couple of the Cambo experiences a synchronicity that showed that the answer was on the way or not there happened immediately as I'm coming back Mm -hmm. like immediately Mm -hmm. like a text message or a call or an email or a thing had popped in yeah. Well, there was one time like I saw it later, but the email had actually come in whilst I was in the ceremony. Yeah, like, the answer had come through. And um I think sometimes we can be fearful of the depth of change and transformation that's available to us.
0: Lean into it, allow it, experience it until until there is until there's a moment where where you're willing to, to, to open to something beyond that, because most of what we're experiencing is, is through levels of mind, through experiences of the past. And we'll continue to repeat that. And the universe has a really beautiful way at continuing to show us the same lesson until we're ready to make a different choice. And usually we have to get real uncomfortable before we make that change. So
1: Uh
0: I I would welcome it. It's, Uh It's, it's serving a purpose.
2: Crystal drop. (laughs) S-D-Z, S-D-Z, thank you for joining me up in this H. I'm not going to use the word again. Um, You're a gift, so thank you. And thank you for gifting us with this opportunity to bathe in that gift, bathe in that light, and to receive some of that energy that you embody and, and carry divinely into into the world so
0: thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you well, it's an honor really thank you so much for opening your space and and having me on to connect with you and to all your listeners um really it's an honor and uh, just want to impart you know to those listeners that we are love that mm. the divine within us and that there is no separation to the beauty of life that all of it exists within. So thank you so much for allowing me to be of service to share my gifts with you and your listeners. I'm super grateful.
2: Well, I already dropped the the crystal, so I'm going to drop the sage now. Sage drop.
0: Yeah. You got to throw the palo santo
1: in there too.
2: (laughs) Another (laughs) one. For people that um, are perhaps ready to explore being supported and maybe even seeing where, this space for them to be supported what's the best way for them to connect with you please
0: sure um find me on facebook stephanie delianardas or just go to my website so it's kuralma um cura meaning to heal alma soul so it's a play on words c-u-r-a-l-m-a.com schedule a com- uh, complimentary consult and we'll just get connected and kind of hear about what it is that you're uh, desiring what your needs are and what my offerings are to be able to cultivate a beautiful experience for you
2: amazing we'll pop that in the show notes guys go ahead and even if it's just to connect and just share what this experience of listening to this was um SDZ shares some really beautiful stuff from facebook as well and i'm not even really about that facebook life but i do i do i do often find myself pausing as i'm popping in and popping out and saying hello on the post so you'll you'll find them yummy um guys till next time keep dreaming with your eyes open remember you can consciously choose a healed abundant joyful